0: Consider the following, Wednesday, August twenty-eighth, 2013, A New Goal for a New Person. 2 Corinthians 5, 1-21, to from the New Living Translation. For we know that when this earthly tent we live in is taken down, that is, when we die and leave this earthly body, we will have a house in heaven, an eternal body made for us by God himself not by human hands. We grow weary in our present bodies, and we long to put on our heavenly bodies like new clothing. For we will put on heavenly bodies. We will not be spirits without bodies. When we live in these earthly bodies, we groan and sigh. But it's not that we want to die and get rid of these bodies that clothe us. Rather, we want to put on our new bodies, so that these dying bodies will be swallowed up by life. God Himself has prepared us for this, and as a guarantee, He has given us His Holy Spirit. So we are always confident, even though we know as long as we live in these bodies, we are not at home with the Lord. For we live by believing and not by seeing. Yes, we are fully confident. We would rather be away from these earthly bodies, for then we will be at home with the Lord. So whether we are here, in this body, or away from this body, our goal is to please Him. For we all must stand before Christ to be judged. We will each receive whatever we deserve for the good or evil we have done in this earthly body. Because we understand our fearful responsibility to the Lord, we work hard to persuade others. God knows we are sincere. I hope you know this too. We are commending ourselves. Are we commending ourselves to you again? Are we commending ourselves to you again? No, we are giving you a reason to be proud of us so you can answer those who brag about a spectacular ministry rather than having a sincere heart. If it seems we are crazy, it's to bring glory to God. If we are in our right minds, it is for your benefit. Either way, Christ's love controls us. Since we believe that Christ died for all, we also believe that we have all died to our old life. We, He died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ, who died and was raised for them. So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view how differently we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. Through God, with God, through Christ. Here's your chance for a clean slate. Time for a reality check. What are you living for? What is your goal? What is your purpose? Why are you living, breathing, and getting up each day? Paul recognizes the wearisome need of a new body. And as each and every one of us age, suffer with sickness, battle brokenness or deformities, we long for new bodies. And a new body you shall receive if you are in Christ. So what do you do with this news? What is the proper response to be given a new, being given a new body? It is to use the one we got now in faith to proclaim our hope. We don't have to hold back. We don't have to be miserly with our energy. We've got a job to do, and a promise to sustain us. So life is for living. We can swallow the weary pain of dying bodies by living up life as we live toward our new bodies. We can begin to erase the brokenness and sorrow of death, disease, and destruction by living for life. By living for Christ, we can choose to believe our future is secure and our purpose is clear. This will fill us with the life-giving spirit of God. We can reject, re, We can reject We can choose to believe our future is secure and our purpose is clear. This will fill us with the life-giving spirit of God. We can reject the short-sighted, living-for-now, earth perspective and choose to believe the life-giving, God's-new-home, new-body point of view. So your new goal is to please God. Live for Jesus. Live to persuade others. Who are you telling? Come on, answer that question. Who have you told? How is your life persuading people to trust Jesus? There is a clear task here in this passage. Are you a secretary in an office? Well, then you are the office ambassador for Jesus. Are you a factory worker on an assembly line? Then you are the factory's representative for Jesus. What do you stand for? You stand for life. You stand for the promises of God. You stand for judgment on sin. But you stand for grace the gift of life, the promise of a new body, the purpose of God's glory, and the message of Jesus's glory. Sounds like you've got your hands full, but it sounds like you've got all the resources you'll ever need. And instead of dying, you're actually getting closer and closer to life. Real life is inching its way towards you. It's taking over this dying life. A lasting and solid life is hurtling into your wearisome descent towards death. And atom by atom, replacing every bit of you with a new, improved, living, breathing, loving, gracious representative of life. The life giver and an eternal life.